tools for living, room to grow, a space of grace to become everything that God wants us to be. You're listening to The Living Room Podcast with Joanna Weaver, Episode 4. Hey, you guys, how's it going today? I'm having a great day. I just got off the phone with Michelle Couchette. She's going to be our guest next week, and you're going to love this episode. It was just um, so fun to to just have a chance to connect with a woman that I've admired from afar. And I think we've become dear friends now. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. Hey, uh, today I just wanted to talk to you about doing it afraid, doing it scared. You know, those times when um, you kind of sense in your heart that God might want you to do something, or actually maybe it's something that just needs to be done, something that you've been putting off. Maybe it's a hard conversation. Uh, Maybe it's saying yes to a request that is going to be time consuming and take a lot out of you. Um, To be honest, I really... (laughs) This whole topic came to mind when um, I was thinking about this podcast because I really had no business doing it. I kind of shared on the introduction that I'm writing a new book and have a lot of responsibilities. And so um, I really had to find out what God thought about the whole thing. And, And can I suggest that that's probably the best place to start is to really find out, does God want me to do this thing? Is this hard conversation something that he wants? Is saying yes to this position something that um, he has in mind? Uh, I think it's important because, to be honest, life is just too full. I I really don't have time just to keep adding, adding, adding things to my life. I need to find out what God thinks, which is, of course, a whole nother topic for another podcast, how to discern what God wants. But as the Lord was just kind of stirring my heart, I I really didn't rush into the decision. I prayed, really kind of brought it back to the Lord, because to be honest, I have lots of ideas. (laughs) Especially when I'm supposed to be writing, I have glorious ideas of all these things that I can do for Jesus. And so I really had to kind of rein myself in and not just jump to say yes, because it was something that I'd been wanting to do for a long time. I had to find out, was this what God had for me? Um, So I really, really prayed about it, talked to my husband, uh, talked to my literary agent. After all, it was going to perhaps affect the book. And, you know, it really didn't make sense to do it. But over and over, um, from my husband to my agent, there was just a confirmation yet that yes, this was something God wanted me to do. And so, so I did. But can I tell you that that doesn't make it less scary? I think sometimes that we um, secretly believe that God's will should be easy, that it's this glorious upward path filled with victory at every single moment. But <laughs> that hasn't been my experience. And really, honestly, I don't see it in the Word of God either. Uh, often when God asked someone to do something, it was costly. And and so I think that we do have to be willing to count the cost before we start. We have to be willing to look at what is going to be involved um, in doing this thing that is in front of us. Um, but you know what? Just because you're afraid does not mean you're not supposed to do it, my friend. I like what Mark Twain once said, courage isn't the absence of fear. It is acting in spite of it. 
And as I've looked back over my life, I've, I've seen that so many times, you guys, I had to be willing to do it afraid. I had to be willing to push through the fear rather than wait for the fear to dissipate. Um, I remember way back when I was a teenager, one of the first times that I sang and played the piano for myself, um, you know, I, I was nervous, of course, but my goodness, fear took over my body. <laughs> and there I was, I was playing this grand piano in front of like 600 people. And for some reason that day, the grand piano was center stage, like sideways. So I was on full view of all these people. And I'm playing this song and singing. And all of a sudden, my eyebrow starts twitching. And then my lips starts twitching. And then my knee started shaking and so badly that it hit the bottom of the piano, you guys. And it wasn't in time, I might add. <laughs> and looking back, I'm thinking, why in the world did I continue to sing and play? What was I thinking? You, I mean, after something so humiliating, why didn't I give up? Well, I think it's because, you know what? Fear is not a good reason not to use your gifts and your talents for Jesus. Mm, I might be talking to somebody out there. Uh, so the first fear I think we have to get over is the fear of not doing it perfect. Listen, I'll tell you what, I am a frustrated perfectionist. I, I want to be perfect, but I rarely, rarely achieve it. And so I've just kind of learned not to get upset when I don't do it perfectly, but to get really excited when I do. <laughs> And can I tell you, that's only been a handful of times. So um, don't let fear of perfection, of not doing perfect, keep you from doing what God wants you to do. I think the second fear that a lot of us struggle with is fear that people won't like it or it won't be well received. And as I wrote down that fear, I was reminded of the time I spoke in front of an audience for a retreat, and I was like the main speaker for the very first time. It was my home church. I was surrounded by women that I knew and loved. It was like at the perfect moment. It wasn't too big of a crowd. It wasn't too small of a crowd. But I'll tell you what, I finished that first session, and I went back to my room, and all of a sudden, just fear and torment just attacked me um, to the point, and I'm embarrassed to admit it, but this is really what happened. So much like just accusation and woulda, coulda, shouldas, and I should have said this, and why didn't I, why did I say that? And just this self-loathing that I literally ended up in the bathroom on the floor, curled into a fetal ball. <laughs> so why in the world did I keep speaking? <laughs> It's just after an experience like that, I mean, you would think most people would give up, but there was something inside of me that I knew that this is part of what God had for me. You know, I think sometimes we look at people on the stage and we assume that because it looks so easy for them, that they never struggle with fear. But I don't believe that's true. I believe that they do it, but they do it afraid. And that's part of our willingness to go, okay, Lord, um, I'm going to let go of trying to be perfect. I'm going to hone my craft, but I'm not going to get paralyzed by the fact that maybe I made a mistake or I stumbled in my words. And we need to get over the fear of what people might think of what we offer. Because here's the deal. 
I know it's really kind of a, a trite phrase and maybe a cliche, but we really do serve an audience of one. And I've just come down to the fact that my job is to obey the results. That's up to God. Number three, we need to get over the fear that we'll fail. Um, Boy, this is a big one, isn't it? I think a lot of times we're so afraid of failing that we never begin. You know, that book that's in your heart and it's been there for years but you're afraid of failing. So you've never begun. Or maybe maybe you're afraid of succeeding. <laughs> and so you've never begun. But can I just encourage you that fear is just a feeling. And if you're willing to put your hand in the hand of Jesus and invite him into that fear, he knows how to bust up that fear and get you through it. I remember when I started writing having a merry heart in a Martha world. And it was literally like living in a wind tunnel of words. There was so many ideas and thoughts rushing around in my mind. And I got to the end of the manuscript. And to be honest, I, I didn't know if it even made sense. I really, really didn't. I was like, okay, the title's wonderful, which I, I need to tell you that story another time. But um, but maybe that'll sell a few copies. But I really didn't know if it even made sense because I didn't necessarily feel all of the Jesus Holy Spirit bumps through the writing, you know, like super inspired. It was just this act of obedience. But I remember that day when I sat down to read it from the beginning to end and that last chapter, I just started crying and I just like, oh, thank you, Jesus. I think it makes sense. (laughs) But all along the way, I was having to walk through the fear that I was going to fail. And I, it's still, can I be honest? That's probably one of the things that still haunts me today. The fear that maybe, maybe this time I won't be enough. Maybe this time uh, it won't work out. Maybe this time I actually will fall flat. But you know what? I've just decided that I'm going to do it because God's asked me to do it. And I'm going to do it even if it means doing it afraid. So let me just kind of go over some tips that I've learned. First of all, as I've said before, make sure it's God's idea and not your own. That's important. I really do think it's important. Now, I'm not saying for every single thing in your life, but those big moment things, please, please take a moment and take it to Jesus and find out what he thinks. Number two, some fear is natural, but don't let it paralyze you. 2 Timothy 1.7 in the New King James says this, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love, and a sound mind. Listen, fear is a spirit, and the enemy of our soul wants to shut us down. He wants to hem us in. He wants to close us off. He wants to keep us from doing God's will, and the way he does it often is by attacking us with fear. But you know what? The Bible's clear (laughs) that we can stand against the fear, and in the name of Jesus say, I rebuke you, fear. You have no authority over me. And while that may not break the hold entirely, we do need to address the enemy and say, no, as for me in this house, this girl is going to serve the Lord. Number three, prepare yourself 
prepare yourself practically and spiritually. Do the work, my friend. <laughs> I keep wanting to obey, but without having to do the preparation. And because the preparation takes time, but be willing to do the work. And then as you get ready to offer it, I would just encourage you to prepare your heart spiritually as well. One of my favorite verses that I pray every time before I speak is Psalms 19.14. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And then finally, number four, do what God asks and leave the results to him. Our job is obedience. It's God's job to give the increase. Um, Corey Ten Boom is said to have, um, in one of her books, wrote that she would gather compliments after a speaking engagement, like a bouquet, and then offer it up to the Lord. But you know what? I'm learning to do what another speaker said. She said, I, I'm... I've learned to take not only the, the compliments, but also the critiques and offer it all as a bouquet to the Lord. Ask God, you know, if there's anything I need to hear, if there's anything I need to learn, teach me. But God, I'm, gonna re I'm just going to leave the results to you. So what is God asking you to do today, my friend? How is he stretching you beyond what is comfortable? Listen, I want to remind you that it's beyond our comfort zone that we find his strength. <laughs> if we could do it on our own, then we would completely miss the opportunity of having God work through us. I love that old saying, he doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. And as we just say yes, he comes with his power and his might and his wisdom to strengthen us. So in closing, I just want to encourage you, don't miss out on what God has for you just because you're afraid. Be willing to step through the fear. I love it that over 365 times in the Bible, God tells us, don't be afraid. He knew that joining him in his work would cause us some anxiety. I love how the angel, when he told Mary about God's call on her life in Luke 1.30, his very first words were this, fear not. You have found favor with God. Doing God's will may not be easy, but oh, it's a privilege. Just think, you and I have the privilege of carrying Jesus to our world like Mary did. May our response be like hers when God asks us to do something for him. Rather than shrinking back, let's step up. And let our response be, oh Lord, yes, send me. May it be to me according to your word. Well, God bless you, my friend. I can't wait to hear what God's doing in your life. I hope you'll stop by the living room and leave a comment or maybe a review on this podcast. That always is a blessing. And if you think this might help someone, I'd appreciate it if you'd share the link with a friend. Until next time, I hope you'll remember you have a mighty, mighty God who is not only for you, he's living in you, and he's more than willing to give you everything you need to do everything he asks. God bless you, my friend.